0: Life is the fuse of a live bomb. On the bridge with a Tycon, flow snap, vivid like the Nikon. Been cold with the vibe warm, keep it locked like the vice arm. They got her twisted like the coat arm, hearts and froze like the snowstorm. Her tote bag matches throat charm. She from the land of the sand where they flex so subtle. When a drink mint muddle, left home in her man. In the game that he played for the sand in the shade, she parades you to swear in her shades. She like why you do that, niggas be deceptive. Yeah, I'm pretty restless. Long as the check is addressed to a resident. She self-field therapy, she retail in on clearance, but she's shopping for clarity. Reap what she sold for the dividend. No, one time is a medicine. Cop in the wristwatch, Cartier with the bezel on her credit. The man her I she, she's so sadistic, defensive, pessimistic, reclusive, she too lit, independent, she too quick to dismiss courtship, concerned with malice she piled up as the and she throws a tally, she clutches a hat for a challenge, you from fountains, check her rap, she maneuver maneuvered
1: anxiety. Well, first of all, listen, uh, it's interesting about all these young guys today, They never call on us and say, hey, thanks for the kind words and tell me how great a player I am. But when they play like crap and we call them out, we don't know what we're talking about. Listen, I'm easy to find. Oh, my God. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? It is your host, Nathan Snell of Big Needs Sports Talk Podcast. I hope you're all having a great weekend so far. Hope you had a great week. Hope you are doing something fun. Hope you're all staying a little warm and starting to get a little chilly. Fall is in the air. This is Season 11, Episode 1 of the podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, I know it's been a few days since you last saw me. Um, That was in Episode 30, Season 10. I've got 30 episodes of that. Done in. Um, I had plans of going live yesterday, um, but it was a little um, had some other things I had to do. Um, and before we get into the video, there are some things I want to like to say up front. Um, all the episodes for season ten were up. I think seventeen uploaded so far on Anchor, via Spotify. Uh, the rest of them we uploaded this weekend. Uh, so please forgive me on that. A um, couple of videos that are coming out today. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens preview versus the New England Patriots. the Washington uh, Commanders versus the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, And we have some other stuff coming out as the week progresses. So be be tuned for those videos as well. Uh, But as you you have seen the title of this video, uh, we are previewing Michigan football versus the Maryland Terrapins. But before we get into that, we need to preview Need to recap before we preview this game. Preview the big win Maryland had against SMU. The final score, uh, 34-27 Maryland over SMU. Um, A couple things looking at, at that game. Um, I knew going into the game, if you watched that preview in the previous season, um, it was not going to be an easy win uh, because this is a different Southern Methodist football program, new head coach, new system uh, uh, that completely likes to throw the ball. Uh, they like to, to really open up the lanes with passing. Uh, it's led by Tanner, Tanner Mordecai, who player watch, I think has potential. I think he has the tools to be a good quarterback in the NFL. Uh, did his thing. Um, I, I mean, but for the most part, I, I thought that looking at those three, looking at looking at the looking at the game, there were there were a couple things that stood out to me. Um, and I think some of it is Maryland's, starts with Maryland's defense. Understand that Super Williams. And going into this season, I knew it was going to be tough in terms of not having a pass rush and certain transfers and kind of chemistry mix. There's a coming a little bit of a chemistry there. Thing and it's gonna gonna take a couple of weeks for guys to adjust this new defensive style, and um it kind of showed, but I thought for the most part, Maryland's defense did bail out our offense. Our offense at the times really kind of struggled in that game. Um, the first two games defensively, we didn't force a turnover, and that definitely showed against SMU. Uh, we did force SMU to turn the ball over three times, there was two picks and a fumble. Um offensively, Maryland, we had opportunities to score. Um, but it it, it just they kind of they just flamed out. Um going into the season, yes, there are question marks about the defense. Um, but in that game, in that game against SMU offensively we just couldn't get into the rhythm, and our defense really can't really held it down for us. And Something that's going to also be an issue. Now we're starting to play Big Ten opponents. Is is winning turnover battle. That's something we, as a co- collectively as a team, that we're struggling in. Um, you know, when I look at guys like, for example, Dante Trader Jr. and Bo Brady, uh, they all had picks and forced a fumble. They got to make big plays. Um, you now, even though. Merlin gave up 520 yards, um, and their leading receiver was uh, Rasheed Rice, who had 100, almost 200 yards, 11 catches. Um, I think it was like around 193, if I'm saying that correctly. Maryland um, defensively did not – it did enough to win the game. You know, Maryland got the stops that they, we needed, and the fact that we held SMU just seven points – that second half after giving up 20 in the first 30 minutes that just says about that just that says about the adjustments that brian williams made on the defensive side of the ball i thought also too was key the running attack um i've talked about the fans few videos about maryland's is a pass heavy offense but also too let's not talk about let's not forget about the running game maryland had 225 yards in rushing you know when you look at it's a running back Committee, but Ramon Hemby is now the number one the number one running back on the team, and he did well Saturday. That last Saturday, excuse me. Um, I mean, he's got he's a great pass catcher out the backfield, and he can block in certain in certain uh, in, in block and protection if needed. I know he finished the game. that was like 151 yards and 62 yards receiving, um, but it's it showed. I, I like the fact that whether it's Hemby, whether, um, and all these other guys, they're showing that everybody can get some touches on the ball and our running game. I could definitely, definitely play a factor as the season progresses. And I want to see more of that. Um, another thing that is killing us, um, is the penalties. Um, we've, this Discipl- for getting back to last season. Discipline's always been an issue for the Terrapins. And last season we committed the second most penalties in the big 10. Um, going into this season, even though we've had 15 starters coming back, um, still seeing the same things from last year. I mean, just in that game against SMU, um, no, I'm sorry. He had 15 penalties. I think so far in the year, we've committed 31. And those 15 penalties against SNU cost us 141 yards given up by penalties. Um, at one point, we were down by 10. Uh, some of that was a couple things a false start, <laughs> and um, we had to punt the ball, unfortunately. I think we had like a fourth and one. It was on our side of the field. And then that's when the false start ha- occurred and we had to punt the ball, unfortunately. Um, there were like three false starts in that game as well. So I, I feel like this is going to be an issue as season progresses um, because it, it just seems like even though the first two opponents we played, whether it was Buffalo or, um, oh my gosh, can I get the other school we played? Sorry, it's lost out of my head. Um, those first, our first two opponents, those are, those schools are not as more competitive as SMU, but there's a lot of things you got to clean up. And if they don't start fixing it now, which I'm hoping we don't see today's game against Michigan. It's going to come to bite us in some games, especially in now that we're trying to play Big Ten opponents, in my opinion. Um, So, I mean, those were good wins. It was a good win over Michigan. Uh, I mean, that (laughs) Michigan SMU. I'm sorry. Um, Just got to figure some things out. And also, too, the offense has to clean some things up, too. Um, And the the running game was great. But... um, Now, against the Michigan Wolverines. Um, What I'm nervous about is a couple things. Um, Going into this game, both teams are 3-0. Like I stated, what was key was our running attack against SMU, 151 yards by Mr. Henby. Um, Now, we're going to be against the number four-ranked Michigan. Big Ten champions. Uh, Historically, we've struggled against this team. Um, (laughs) um, And then I know history, sometimes people say, well, history repeats itself, and I think that's going to be different. I know especially, I know Mike Locks, I think he coached. um, I know when we played Penn State and Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Those those are those were painful losses too. Um I think going into this game I don't mean, even know people have picked Michigan, you know, to to beat us. Um I, I feel like it, it's a different team. Um the only thing that's a little different about Michigan is is that yes, they beat Ohio State last year since 20, the first time since 2011. um, And then before they lost to Georgia. Um, Now, you look at Michigan, I think even though they'll be fine, now Jim Harbaugh now has to keep Michigan afloat and competing for years to come. Um, They're still one of the top talented schools in the country. Um, You know, they beat. I think they started off at number eight and after beating Colorado State, Hawaii and Yukon, like, I I think think we're going to be a little bit more of a a better matchup. Now they got a starting quarterback out there, JJ McCarthy. Um, I think he was a a five-star recruit. Uh, Cade McNamara was the starter. He was behind Cade before he took the job, before he became the starter. Um, and I think he's, he's going to have a breakout year. I think he might uh, get some consideration for Big Ten Player of the Year. Um, just the first three games, I'd look at these statistics, stats. He's thrown for 473 yards and three touchdowns. Um, so a couple things are he has an arm playmaker with his feet. Um, and you, you're going to see some – quarterback style runs. Cause that's, that's what they play to his strengths. Um, but if you take away the run, which again is going to be key, it's pass rushing, but also to, you know, showing some type of zone defense, those kind of things. I want to see those kind of things. Um, then you've got obviously Mr. Blake Corum out of St. Francis Academy, uh, Baltimore's finest, <laughs> uh, he definitely leads the the actually the league in running, with seven touchdowns, uh, five of those came against UConn if I remember correctly, um, because uh, Donovan Edwards if I'm looking at if I remember at their their injury report he's right now out with a leg injury, um, so I mean he's pretty much he's carrying the running offense as of now, and then when you look at their defense, um, I mean though they're 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 seniors you know. DJ Turner, Mozzie Smith. Um, now that Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojobo are in the league, um, their front sevens were looking a little different. And I think that you have you have Mozzie Smith, who was an all Big Ten honorable mention last year. Uh that's key. And then you have uh DJ Turner and Ike Smith, I think were also honorable mentions as well. So I, I think those are those are the guys we those are just guys on the defensive side that come to the center of my mind but i think the biggest key is if you're maryland they have a balanced michigan has a balanced offense um they keep it balanced i think just looking at the just watching the, game, the last game they like to throw the ball i say somewhere between 40 and 50% of the time and then especially now that you're going to i think you're going to see more of a, a, a different different offense today because now it's now more of a victim opponent. Um, and then looking at that, they they didn't really put the, the first three games. They didn't really play anybody strong. I mean, Colorado State, and Hawaii, looking at those schools, they're not as strong. Um, and they really won't really play anybody. I say tough until like Iowa. I mean, Looking at the, the three games, they beat those three by almost like 50 points. And then they're completely not, – they're not battle-tested compared to others. So I just think that their non-conference schedule has kind of shown some things. And we'll see. Um, for Maryland side, I think the pass rush has to be the key. Uh, Brian Williams is definitely running that 3-4 scheme. Where he drops the linebackers and the coverage then rushing then, then trying to blitz the quarterback um if you are going to beat Michigan you need to throw you 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 you've got to throw some some type of deep you gotta throw some things at it, whether it's blitz whether it's zone whether it's see you 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 you've got to throw you've got to switch some things up um and I think that could be the key. You probably—I I would, wouldn't be surprised if you see some blitzing. Um, this is a this is a defense is that don't bend, bend but don't break defense because this is the same t- defense that I gave up 520 yards. But the key was Maryland forced three got got timely stops and forced three turnovers, um, and I think that especially in the red zone because that was also our key. That's where we made some of our good – some of the couple of stops. Force turnovers, make the, make defensive stops, and I think you can, you'll can you be okay. And also, too, you've got to stay disciplined. You've got to stay focused because when you had 15 penalties against SMU, Michigan's going to be different because if – there are that kind of number if that if you kind of if you see that same number of penalties and a team like Michigan Michigan will definitely take advantage of those of those penalties whether it's extended drives field goals whatever like you 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 have to be, have to stay disciplined that is the key i think to beating michigan in this game and also too offensively you know the even though the offense stalled a little bit in that game against smu i think the offense is going to be a little bit better but i think the same thing keep it balanced mixing things up um I, I just think that the offense has shown that what it can do it has potential it just has to just be disciplined and i think they'll do it i think maryland Will come in this game ready, uh, but I think the Maryland Terrapins. I see. I'm going be honest. I see the game. I say Michigan thirty-five, Maryland twenty-eight. Guaranteed. I I can see the game like that. Um, I don't see like 45-3. I don't see a a score like that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's how I see the game. I think it's going to be a good game. We actually about to start in a few minutes, um, and I'm excited for it. So, um, with that being said, we're going to get into our last segment of the podcast.
0: Incoming message.
1: Final message. Um, Herm Edwards, uh, one of my my favorite NFL head, one of my favorite coaches, um, was fired from Arizona State. And um, there was a video that went viral of the AD and the president on the field waiting for him um, and letting him know that uh, They were going to let him go. And um, he finished his, I know he won 26 games out of 20. uh, He did lead them back in 2019 to the Sun Bowl. Um, And from what I'm understanding, is that he had several, there were several staff members that were leaking information to opponents and getting him fired. I think that's disgusting. I think that really says a lot that it's a bad look not only for those who did it, but for the school, um, because supposedly according to what I've read that he, uh, the, the bylaws are with, with NCAA football, Herm Edwards did not familiarize himself with it. And a lot of people within the athletic within Arizona state's athletic department did not, um, Feel that, uh, I believe that he will get another coaching opportunity. Um, I just feel like he was just he was definitely screwed over, um, and I really do hope that there is some consequence to Arizona State's athletic department um, because uh, the fact that you did that and you filmed it uh, that 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 really really rubs me the wrong way. And the fact that you would even leak that information to other opponents—that that that really says a lot. Um, Not only as a program, but as as uh, a—no, this is not pre-recorded. This is not pre. This is live. Um, I just don't like that. And uh, me personally, if I'm a recruit, if I'm one of those guys on that team. I'm transferring um, because I I, I wouldn't want to play for a school like that. That's just me. So um, I, I'm going to say that Herm Edwards will get another coaching opportunity. I'm going to guarantee that. Guaranteed. Yeah. So um, I feel bad for him. I just think that's just fucked up. And the way they did that. Um, <clears throat> so ladies and gentlemen, that's going to conclude, uh, season 11, episode one. I apologize if my voice sounds a little froggy, um, <clears throat> but it's going to be okay. Uh, be tuned in for the other two episodes with, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and the, uh, watch the commanders with the new England Patriots and the Baltimore Ravens. Be tuned in for those episodes later today. Um, appreciate the support. Appreciate all the new subscribers. Um, Check out the previous videos if you have not already seen them. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe. Thank you for tuning in. Go Terps. <laughs> uh, but I get sick of these guys complaining. Uh, these young guys, they never call us and say, When a coach is wrong, I'm going to call him out. But when players are wrong, I'm going to call them out. Thanks for the kind words. But listen, I'm going to criticize guys if they deserve it. And listen, they can kiss my ass if they don't like it. Thank you for tuning in to Big Nate Sports Talk. If you enjoyed that episode and you want to see more content, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Bring your sports game on Big Nate Sports Talk.
0: Put us and the jump for this shit. Uptight when I speak. All cap with the speech. Then caught up in the rapture. With- so at a line with the phrase game Just take a break Been a long day Hit your line with you fall through it With the light sticks Maybe help me spark the ideas We got nowhere else to go It's only up from there I've been on my own Just running through the field Say, so live it for the ears I know that's how they like it. Yeah, I fantasize it. Tell me that it's real When it's all I said and done I said it how I feel it I let them hear the fear Of a passive aggressive Angry black man with a passion Steady grip when I shoot To the stars with a full clip Try and i with a loose sleeve. Then I'm free Till I lose sleep Couldn't handle the truth When you bed with the right Love at first sight shit Art over hype shit need a sound bite. Cut a time capsule, press play. They pause time for a bit. Smitten, I need it. cause they could get I'm in love with the fine print. Scribble type of shit they wouldn't find behind it. Why the behind the eyelid? Tell a reckless with the clauses. Careful with the cost. Me. Need this shit forever, but I never ever stop until they put me in the coffin or they off me. Fuck
1: niggas quick to arch and they false print. Always this shit with the